Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 244. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have off road again, Andy. Yes, I'm here. I'm ready. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and check out our entertainment podcast after this. But, uh, Andy, you ready to talk NBA? Yeah, we're we're into the season now. It's, it's it really good. Yeah, every team's played more than a few games. Uh, you can't can't draw like season long conclusions yet, but, uh, you know, it's something to talk about. I haven't watched uh, much of anything, honestly. I've been dreadfully busy. I haven't seen much this week. Uh, there's other stuff going on, but yeah, I mean, here's here's the reality. Uh, with all the other sports going on, the NBA kind of, especially in the first week, <clears throat> kind of takes a back seat, and they even understand that. Uh, there's no TNT Thursday games until the NFL season is done because they Whoa. cannot compete with the NFL Thursday night games. So I thought it was because uh, they couldn't afford Barkley. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. They're, they're still paying him. They're doing Tuesday night games. I know. So hmm. uh, yeah, the NBA is still there, but it's just there's there's a lot else going on. Uh, well, they the also, World Series is over. They offset week. it by having the Lakers play the Thunder and the Rockets. So yeah, yeah. So not, uh, not a big deal. <laughs> you want to start off here with uh with the Lakers? That they're, sure. They're four and three. They're okay. I think they did they win both games with LeBron or go one and one. I uh, honestly couldn't tell you. All I, I was I, thinking is that's about how I would start an NJB games uh back in the day. Yeah. So one one thing that's kind of notable, uh Carmelo is shooting fifty two percent from three so far this season. I've uh, always said I didn't like him early on, but once he kind of hit his, his growth uh, spurt and like grew into his body, my dad even used to call him Marshmallow. Um, I like him. I get it. He might not be the easiest person to play with, and he's not obviously as good as he was, you know, ten years ago or whatever. But I don't see it as a negative asset. I, I don't think he's out there like mucking up the you know the the camaraderie amongst the other guys. I, I think it's an asset to have him out there. He's uh, grown into a role, which he didn't do with uh, the Thunder when he was there like four years ago. Uh, but with Portland, if you go back and look, he became a 40% three-point shooter with Portland after being like a 34% career three-point shooter. And just he just he's not the focal point in offense. You go sit in a corner and you'll get open threes. And that's what he's doing for the Lakers right now. And, and he's had one terrible game shooting for three and then like the rest he's been really good and really helpful uh he's not going to shoot 52 percent though so uh, they have to they have to worry about that that he can't be their only shooter he's not going to shoot as well well just think of it this way he's gonna you know carry the team in that way for a minute and then it'll it'll transfer it's like a, one of those decathlon races yeah you mean like a relay that's what i was looking for yeah <laughs> they gotta hand off the baton to uh, Avery Bradley or something. Yeah, maybe. Um, but yeah, I guess that's the 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 good thing of the Lakers getting all these players is they can afford when people are out and stuff. And uh, I don't know, like what Westbrook is still inconsistent. He could put up some really good numbers and be productive, but also shoot you out of a game. And uh, I don't know, four and three. It's it's seven games. We'll have to see more. I don't think they want to be just barely over 500. They're they're trying to win a title here, but 
Uh, this this experiment of what this team is, we don't. It's still a uh, results are inconclusive. I would say, uh, but that Carmelo through seven games that looked that looks like a good move. So, uh, and just to compare, fifty two percent to what some other people are shooting uh, for the Clippers hasn't uh, hasn't been as good. Reggie Jackson is shooting twenty nine percent from three, and uh, it's not like oh he's only taken like one or two a game, so it's you know. Not enough big enough sample. It's throwing off the stats. Uh, he's shooting like nine a game, only making twenty nine percent. It's uh, a lot, a lot different from last year. So Reggie was a huge surprise. He shot I think forty four percent, and was like incredible in the playoffs. He was their second scorer after Kawhi went out, and just really a, a good partner to Paul George in those those last few games. Uh, but it has been a nightmare so far. So the Clippers are two and four. They're not very good. They're shooting terribly. Uh, Players aside from Kawhi aren't playing like Serge Ibaka. It's like I don't think he's even real anymore. I think it's a pretend that he's there. They put a hologram of him on the bench and keep saying, you know, he might come back someday. We, you know, just keep thinking about it. He's just wearing a big scarf. That's his yeah. new gig. I don't. Th- I don't even know if it's real or maybe he's a robot and they they dress it themselves. Uh, I don't know, but yeah, it's not been not been fun to watch the Clippers. A couple like really bad games. I think. Uh, they lost to Cleveland at home, and they uh, shot like thirty percent total for the game. Like Whoa. really, really ugly stuff. Like it's not even like fun to watch. And and they're two and four, and that is despite having to come back from eight down with two minutes left against Oklahoma City, who is probably the worst team. I think I think it's safe to say that they're among the worst. They they don't have a ton of talent on that team, so they had to like desperately come back just to get to two and four. Uh, so, uh, not a lot of fun. I'm not enjoying it for this early bit. I could still enjoy the rest of the league. I don't know if I'm going to enjoy this Clipper season at all. And I think what happened here is, I think the the knowledge, like the knowing that Kawhi isn't coming back, is kind of depressing the team. Which is why last year they never said anything during the playoffs. Remember, he was hurt, and they're like, "We're not going to tell you if he's really hurt." but he's not going to play tonight, but we don't know. And I think because it just, once the reality sets in, you're just a little less motivated. So uh, this season, they're not getting good performances out of anyone, but Paul George, who's been really good. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, you think about that. Like if you, if you know, like, Oh, your best guy is not coming back. There's not like a, Oh, we'll just play well for a few weeks. You just know he's gone the whole season. Like, yeah, less you're a little less motivated. Well, it's also an opportunity for someone else to step up. Yeah, so, that, I mean that's disappointing. His well, Terrence the night is young, to so to speak. So yeah, this was supposed to be his breakout year, and he hasn't been done anything. So I mean, they haven't even played ten games yet. And give him some space. Yeah, we will. I mean, that's that's what we got. We got to think about with that with all this stuff. Um, uh, here's a good. Here's a story that you, I'm sure, will enjoy. Here, uh, it's been going. Talked a lot of, around the league. Uh, that is uh, the free throw shooting and the the foul calls and all that kind of stuff. So uh, I think so far there's two less free throws per game, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it is meaningful. Yeah, that moves uh, but, the needle. But some players have uh, really been affected. Uh, Harden. Most notably James Harden, who mm-hmm. has shot four free throws or less in six of the seven games. And that's all he has. Yeah. And now that that other game, that, that seventh game where he shot more than four, he took uh, 19 free throws. So. Uh, he still must have it in him, or some refs still have it in them. I guess. Yeah, 
this guy is still greasing my palm. Foul. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, another thing that's funny is that the rule change I never thought was really – I never thought Harden was one of the biggest defenders of it. With Harden, his whole thing is like making defenders be stupid about stuff. Like, like okay, if you're going to reach, I'm going to make sure my arm goes into your arm. Uh, but it's not the uh, the Trey Young, I'm going to stop and let you run into me. Uh, of course, Harden does it all. He has, he has a full bag of tricks. But uh, for me, Harden's always been that. Like, I'll drive and then I'll show the ball a bit. And then once you take that reach, my arms are going into your arms. And then I'm going to throw it up in the air. So uh, I don't know. I don't know what's really made the difference here. But he has been way less effective. And if he's not if he's not getting the line 10 times a game, he's just a different player. He's going to be out of the NBA. He's going to be playing in Greece. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to be like uh, White Goodman at the end of Dodgeball. He's just going to be like, fuck all these people, and you can get really fat. Yeah. This You you changed the rules on me, so fuck you. His reign of terror is... It lasted a little too long, so... Uh, yeah, also, but- you pointed it out, I think, when we were watching a game uh, like a week or two ago. His like photo where he's smiling is horrifying. Oh, yeah, because like, the beard covers his... It's Bobby not even teeth. as if he's making an effort to smile, though. He's just showing his teeth. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know what you can, if you can't see his whole mouth anymore because his beard covers most of it. You can't really tell. You don't know what's going on there. So it's scary. Yeah. Maybe it won't be as scary now because October's over and Halloween and all that kind of stuff. But it was spooky. He's gonna come out with a much trimmed beard. Yeah. And appear less frightening. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. I mean, we are two days into November now, so. Yeah, it's uh, Christmas time. There is one conclusion I think I can make about this season, and uh, I think I think the East is now better than the West this year. Whoa. Uh, especially at the top. So the East has some still some really great teams. The Bucks, uh defending champions. You got the Sixers still have been really good without Ben Simmons. <laughs> Stop. Heat- no one cares, Andy. You still have to say it. No, you don't. The Heat have been great. The Bulls are six and one. Well, we don't want to talk about all these. Yeah, things. that's pretty remarkable. And they got I, two I, guys in the top twenty for scoring. Most of the most of the West is pretty middling right now. So uh, Utah has the best record, tied with Golden State. I think that, that was that's no surprise to me. I think Utah is going to still be really good in the regular season. They just have to answer that question in the playoffs when it comes to that. But I mean, they're they're basically the same team from last year that was great and won twenty games in a row at one point. Uh, and then yeah, Golden State. I think it's a surprise without Clay that they're five and one. But you know, but then everyone else in is either they might be four and two, but they played nobody. Uh, and then you look at the bottom of it, like Houston's terrible and Oklahoma City's terrible, and uh, I think it's just a lot of like middling teams. The Suns, the Suns have been. They're the defending Western Conference champions. They're really struggling, and it doesn't really make all that much sense. Um, uh, Devin Booker is is just like Reggie Jackson this year. He's shooting 29% from three. That's unacceptable for a guy who thinks he's a, a shooter. Uh, that's all, He's always been overrated in that sense. He's not an incredible three-point shooter. He's more of a mid-range guy and everything, but you can't shoot 29%. You're really letting the team down. He's He hasn't taken a step, you know, where it's like, Oh, he got to the finals now. Now he's a real he's a real star. Uh, it hasn't happened this year. I mean, what he just he's like 25, 26 years old, 24 years old. So he's again, been in the league for like nine years. So, yeah, but I think I said this. Uh, I don't know if I said this on the pod or not, but look for them to be the way of uh, Miami circled right after the bubble. 
Yeah, and so and also Booker... right to back that, look at Miami now, uh, currently five and one. I could see the Suns next year having a much better year. I think just everything kind of the all of the stars aligned for them last year. I don't see that happening this year. And yeah, you made the point that Chris Paul is not getting any younger, but he's barely getting any older. So he could be a guy last forever, like John Stockton. Yes, he's like a little person out there in the NBA, so. It's a little dog versus a big dog. Shaq, yeah, I'd be worried. LeBron somehow manages to make his body a hybrid. But a lot of the uh, the oldest players in the NBA have been big guys too. You got your your Dikemi Mutombo's, your Kareem's, Robert Parrish. Yeah, but again, the big guys slender. Do last as well, slender is the yeah. key there. They could be, you know, I don't know what either of them topped out at, but there were no seven foot fours, you know. Uh yeah no. Also, no. what were their minutes played? Kareem's a, a different ballpark altogether. I mean, yeah, the Kareem at the end was just like out wearing there. knee pads and goggles. So yeah, Kareem just had to go. You can't you can't block a skyhook. So just like go out there, you don't have to jump at all. Just yeah, for him it was the equivalent of like an old man playing golf. Yeah, <laughs> probably had a beer on the bench. Yeah, well, yeah, the Suns still might have a future, but. This is not what they wanted from their present. They got to play better, um, mm-hmm. especially Devin Booker. That's that's the guy who calling them out, target. putting them yeah. on blast. Andy, Chris Paul, and Aiden have been fine. They're doing they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. Uh, it's all on him. And yeah, in, in the East, you just we just talked about Miami. Uh, Tyler Hero came back from the dead. You know, he was a bubble star and then had a really rough year last year. Uh, he's he's good again. And then Jimmy Butler right now has been the MVP. They're, they're Defense has been the best in the league so far, and he is that defensive leader, I'd say, just in, in attitude more than anything. Bam is probably their best defensive player, but uh, Jimmy's that the, the freak, I guess, the, the, the madman of that team. Yeah, he found uh, his uh, his place, and it's Miami. Yeah, and, and it's not like Lowry's not setting the world on fire, but that helps like another good player, uh, uh, an immovable object on defense in a way. Um and yeah, it's everything has worked out for them. Again, seven games. Let's let's see how it goes. I don't get how but. anyone could be bad at shooting in the NBA. You know why? I mean, they have the that machine that every kid who ever wanted to play basketball craves, but it costs a lot of money. The ball return, or just have two people all at all times rebounding and passing you a ball, so you can shoot literally a billion shots a day. You're not tracking your ball down. How are they not all just all day long? Do a couple of defensive slides. I mean, the, the fact that these guys make as high a percentage as they do in the game situations shows you how good they are. Like I, you're not making two out of ten in a in a game where someone's coming down and closing out on you. Me? Oh, Andy, let's look I'm at the, the yeah. record books from uh, when I back in my prime. Yeah. I was probably about seventy percent from the three point line. <laughs> yeah, let's, okay. let's face the facts. So yeah, I'm, I'm talking shit on 29%. Like that's fine. Like I wish I shot 29% in our in our city league games we played in. Well, um, we weren't in the best shape either. And again, <laughs> we had jobs. Okay. We'd go over there after Jimmy like. Butler's maybe... got a job. He's got to make coffee. Who's got a job? Jimmy Butler. Oh, does he still do that? And he's gonna start his own business. So. But I thought that was only in the bubble. He's probably like he's he's uh looking up QuickBooks right now, trying to figure out is this yeah. the best software for me. I guess Start my true. business. 
Yeah, there's all kinds of options, and I wish they sponsored us. Maybe we'd give them out. I don't know. But... Well, give them a plug right now, Andy. Maybe they'll yeah. hear it and reach out. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, but yeah, that's they have to be happy with what has gone on so far. Uh, they their their big move seems to have paid off, and that's that's what you want. And then that's similar to the Bulls. They're they're six and one. They're big moves, and they acquired a number of players this offseason. That all seems to be working. Um, DeMar DeRozan is playing, I think, maybe his best ball, not having to be the number one that he's got another co-star with him, another great scorer with him, and take a little pressure. So everything's worked out there. Uh, they haven't played like a ridiculously hard schedule, so we'll see how it goes. I don't think they're as good as Milwaukee or something like that, but... Uh, but they did have some bad news that their their number one pick from last year, Patrick Williams, he broke his wrist and he's going to be out for the rest of the season. Like it was a bad injury. So he was the number four, four pick last year. That's a uh, good young prospect to lose out. So lose out a year of development and also just he I, I don't know if he started for them. I think he might have, but he just a another player part of the rotation that you lose out. So that, that sucks. But it's part of the game. Yeah. Just how it goes. Uh, but yeah, last night the Bulls came back from down like 20 against the Celtics at the end of the third and ended up winning by like 20, like a crazy fourth quarter that they just dominated. And the Celtics, they have all kinds of issues. Like they're now two, dropped to two and four. Uh, and it doesn't seem like their two best players play that well they're together. Two and five, Andy. Two and five. Okay. Yeah. So Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum have been. Uh, seem, they seem to take turns being good. If one's good, the other's bad, uh, which isn't good for the long-term future. They're both really young, and I think they hoped that, well, they'll, they'll grow together and they'll figure things out. Uh, it, do, it doesn't seem like uh, complementary skill sets. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're I'm also alike. overwatching that team, so they're not that fun to watch. No, and it's it's a lot of... I think when you, when you are good and then you're just kind of like in that like seven to 14th best team in the league for like seven straight years. It just gets boring and everyone hates each other. Uh, and I think that's what's going on with this team. Uh, Marcus mm-hmm. smart even made uh, a comment last night about just sitting in the quarter waiting, waiting for the ball that he's not even involved. And uh, just a lot of issues with, you know, when Kyrie wanted out and it's like, why does he want out right away? And then, uh, Kemba Walker last year was a disaster, and they kind of blamed everything on him, but uh, probably wasn't all on him. On on him, just like they they seem seem like a mess right now. So two and five now, where you want to be? Uh, that's something we have to watch for because if they do decide, well, one of those guys has has to go. That's that'll be on ESPN over and over and over and over because it's Boston and because. The most exciting thing in the NBA isn't anything that ever happens on the court. It's all about trades and uh, talking about people like Ben Simmons, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> your favorite subject. That That's the yeah. number one ESPN coverage is like like Kawhi watch. Remember, like, like where's Kawhi? Gonna yeah. go? Where's oh, where's Anthony Davis? It's like that's what we care about the most. So if it comes out, oh, yeah, the Celtics, uh, they might be willing to trade uh, Jason Tatum. That's going to be like. So much content for NBA people. It's going to be like, oh, Damian Lillard. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, maybe Devin Booker. Maybe Devin Booker. He's been disappointing. So just going to be nonstop rumors and 
bullshit. So, and that we're a part of as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, we, yeah. We yeah. speculate. I'm not afraid to be shameless, but no. Uh, but that'll have to, uh, we'll have to save that for later. We'll have to. I don't have any good rumors, but there probably <laughs> will be some. Yeah. There's a rumor that uh, Andy might walk on for the Knicks. You know, they don't need me. They come up with uh, Fournier there. We kind of have, uh, we're too similar of a players. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a really baby, good baby hook also. <laughs> yeah. And I think, uh, you know, some people thought that I was from France at some point, but it's not true. Not true at all. Yeah. I never thought that. <laughs> all right. Are we done talking basketball? Yes. Yes. All right. You want to talk about your uh, World Series? We can talk about the World Series, which is maybe wrapping up as we record. Uh, Man, they just started. Uh, we got a game ago, right? six. Yeah, game six. So uh, game seven will be tomorrow, Wednesday night, uh, whatever day that means to you. Uh, and that'll be the end, regardless of what happens tonight. We will be ending by them at least. We could end tonight. We could end on on Tuesday. Let me ask we, you this, Andy: Have they been? Have you been seeing them doing the? Uh, offensive uh judo chop of course they're never gonna give that up until like some sort of cop gets in there and shoots someone and says he can't do it anymore what uh, i i don't know i'm like a if cop if, would shoot someone for doing the tomahawk i'm I'm just saying that if they if like the commissioner was like you guys can't do that anymore they'd be like oh cool fuck you what are you gonna do you gonna kick us all out of the game uh so like they i don't know how they're ever gonna actually stop that mm-hmm. um and they probably never will or why is Maybe everything year. Uh, uh, like it always goes to the offensive? What when is this something ever considered like an homage? <laughs> I think when it's uh, like lazy stereotyping of. That's I don't even offensive. know what the move is. I've just heard uh, about it on a radio. I think it's more of the chant. Is like what do they chant? No, Tomahawk? No, no, no. It, they do like a the, the a sound. It's like uh, I'm not gonna do it because I'm you know I'm I'm respectful. <laughs> you want that sound bite out there? Yeah, no, I have no idea what it is, but I heard a like a, a snippet on the radio, and I kind of was not shocked because everything's offensive in this day and age, but also well, very curious kind of, to know what it is. I mean, it's been offensive for a while. People have talked about it, but it just kind of in this moment, people talk more about it. Uh, so it's not like someone invented this. Uh, this I'm sure it's been, with- they've been doing it for a hundred years. Uh, well, not quite. It's, <laughs> the Braves have only been in Atlanta for since like the seventies. So, uh, and that was the funny thing I saw. Half is, a hundred years. <laughs> so the Braves have all this like native imagery, and that's like, oh, that's who they are. They're the Braves, except that like actually they started as the Boston Braves, and it was not a reference to natives at all. It just it was a name. Because um, Irish folk are in Boston, and they're brave. I think it had something to do with something different than that, but yeah, it oh. might as well be. Uh, well, they, were they were brave in, to stand up to Britain. Then they were in Milwaukee for like 50 years too, before moving to Atlanta. So uh, yeah, little little weird. And uh, I, I, don't, I don't care for it because it's just annoying. The Chiefs do it as well because uh, they have similar thing there going on. Um, but yeah, is it the thing where you like over your mouth and you ah? Uh... Uh, it's similar to that, yeah. Whatever they that's also, called. They move their hand like it's it's like they're uh, calling first down, but they do it over and over. So I guess it's like you're hitting someone with a tomahawk. So it's like 
Hey, this is really violent too. I mean, I, I think tomahawk. I think a piece of meat, and I get hungry. I don't. Also, I think weapons. Tune into the entertainment podcast when I talk about breaking bread with uh, some people who worked on Bone Tomahawk, starring Kurt Russell. All right, yeah, that is a good movie. Very violent, uh, and that includes some potentially offensive depictions doesn't matter but maybe not but maybe but yeah not. i broke bread with people who know uh patrick <laughs> wilson Rich, matthew fox richard jenkins yeah no, this is a good movie pretty good uh, david arquette all right well we're talking about the world series we were yeah yeah so so atlanta went up three yeah atlanta went up three one and they lost uh game five so went back to, to houston for the last two so atlanta just needs to win one here uh, that would be kind of de- devastating if they they lose because they lost a three one lead last year to the Dodgers in the NLCS. No, uh, who kn- who knows what's going to happen here? But uh, it's been kind of a miracle run for Atlanta. But you need you need to win four. You need those miracles to last. And Game Five was crazy because it seemed like it was. They they hit a grand slam in the first inning. You're like, oh, it's over. Grand slam in the first inning. They're, they got this. Uh, but they ended up losing. I think nine to six was the final. So a bunch of runs. They allowed a bunch of runs at the end. It's just been weird baseball. I don't know if I hate it or like it, but like it's just different now where starting pitchers are dead. Even if you have really good ones, they have a quick hook and maybe they're just not effective in the playoffs as much as they used to be. And then if you're like as good as if you're a fourth starter, you might as well, might as well not even play because they just pitched the entire bullpen instead of going with the fourth starter. Now it's just, it's a totally different way of playing baseball. And like I said, I don't know if I hate it or like it. And I've watched bits and pieces of the game uh, of these games. I haven't watched them all the way through. I'm when we're done recording, I'm going to check in on it. Uh, Hopefully it's still a close game uh, when we're all done, but yeah, I don't know. I, I talked to last week about how I don't, I don't hate Houston as much as the rest of the world does. I've kind of moved on from it, uh, but I don't. I don't. I really don't care who wins. That's that's a tough place to be in, I guess. With sports, is you want to have some rooting interest, but I watched I about ten see. minutes of it on Friday. Yeah, I don't know if I saw any of it on Friday. I don't recall anything that happened on that day. Was having dinner in a restaurant at a hotel. Yeah, yeah, that's and, that's uh, where you'll see it. They they still put it on TV. Yeah, uh, on, on Fox Channel Eleven still exists for all you uh, streamers out there. They still have regular TV. Well, it was fun because I was having dinner with my fa- my parents, and Freddie Freeman was our neighbor as a kid. So my mom right. was surprised, and my dad enjoyed it. He kept calling yeah. him Freddy Krueger. All right. Guess he called him that as a kid because he was so much bigger than everyone. I, d- I don't know why, and his name is Freddie. Yeah. Uh, also, that sweater probably was. <laughs> I don't remember a sweater he <laughs> wore. I'm joking. He just had the same sweater. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, so this is going to be over by the next time we record. So uh, I can't congratulate any specific team yet, but I'll just preemptively congratulate both Atlanta and Houston on the World Series win. Uh, it's been a long time for the Braves, and it's been not that long for the Astros. So, congratulations, everyone! Yeah, hopefully they're not cheating this year. Uh, it's probably something we don't even know about yet. It's probably something really cool. So we'll find out in yeah three years. 
I believe in Altuve. He's figured out something else. It happens again. I mean, they're they're kicked <laughs> off the tour, right? I don't know what happens. Maybe we just throw away all of Texas. Like, all right, you guys want to be your own country? How about your own baseball league? Get the fuck out. Oh wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Pretty harsh. Yeah, we'll see if it comes to that though. Yeah. Um, all right, are we ready to talk about some college football rankings? Yeah, we got the first official rankings today. Uh, this is a big deal. These are the real rankings. Before this week, we had just had the Associated Press rankings, which are Whoa. meaningless, such as media people who don't matter at all. Uh, but the official rankings, that's what really matters. The committee, the committee. Uh, and the committee has made some interesting choices compared to the Associated Press. So uh, the top four is what really matters because that ends up being the playoff. So their top four is Georgia, Alabama, Michigan State, and Oregon in that order. So uh, notable, Cincinnati, who's number two in the AP poll, is number six in the committee's poll, which means they wouldn't be in the playoff if the season ended today. Uh, Cincinnati's undefeated. They were really good last year. They've only beaten every team on, on their schedule. It's not their fault. They play in a smaller conference, and it seems like the committee's punishing them. So uh, they definitely have to, to win out to make the playoffs, it seems like, the way the committee's voting right now. Uh, but there's there's a chance they go undefeated and don't even get in there, and that's going to that's gonna cause a shitstorm. And then there's going to be expansion. There's going to be people getting fired and all this shit. They're gonna, I, I don't want to see it happen. I don't want to see it happen. Um, also notable, uh, Michigan State being number three. That is because they had a huge win this weekend. They beat Michigan, uh, the big battle of the of the state of Michigan. Really good game. Michigan was up early. Michigan State had a nice comeback here. Uh, just a fun game all around. Uh, but battle of undefeated teams. Michigan State won, so now they're the undefeated team left in the conference there. So they're number three right now. But they they still got to play some really tough teams. Penn State and Ohio State coming up. Uh, yeah, Ohio State, who just has that one loss, uh, they, they're number five, so right behind Oregon. So they're the team, I guess, that would jump up. Uh, another notable team, uh, Oklahoma, undefeated. They're eighth. So I think, that, I think the committee was looking at how Oklahoma's played, not just who they played, but how they played. A lot of close wins against so-so opponents. Uh, the committee's not impressed. So the fact that they're a, in a big conference and undefeated and all the way down to eighth, that is, that's something. But, you know, if they, if they win out and they win their conference championship and all that kind of stuff, then you will probably see them uh, move up there. But, oh, yeah, the other thing is that Alabama is number two. Clearly, the committee doesn't care that they lost one game. They play in such a tough conference that on any week can slip up and, and lose. Um, they don't care. They're, they're still <laughs> thinking, well, they're the second best team. Uh, until they lose again, then or until Georgia loses, they're the second best team. They might be the mm-hmm. best team. Uh, so that's, you know, it's early. It's week nine. There's still more weeks, and it, it, it matters. The rankings matter at the end of the season, not now. Uh, yeah. But it is something that's that's interesting. Another like Wake Forest is undefeated, uh, and they're they're ninth in the committee rankings, but actually uh, lower in the AP. So uh, there's some some weird stuff like that. And uh, I, you know, the committee doesn't really have to say what they're doing; they just do it. They a weird shadow government of college football or something. It's uh, I guess it's preferable to the computers, which it used to be. They used to have a computer formula to do this, and then people got pissed. 
So the nerds ruined football. Uh, and now we have a weird like shadow government that decides it all. So sounds uh, spooky, Andy. Yeah, you tell me what's better. <laughs> uh, uh, another thing that happened this week in college football, just to, just to update on the local shit. Uh, UCLA they lost again. They lost to Utah, who's probably the best team left on their schedule, and, but it wasn't close. Their quarterback didn't play. I don't know if the, how much that made a difference, but they lost by twenty again, and uh, they're not relevant. It seemed like maybe this year they'd be okay, and and it'd be a feel good season, uh, but they're just not. They're not very good. I think they'll they'll still get to a bowl game, which is an improvement from prior years, but they're irrelevant. That's the best way to describe it. Irrelevant. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. I feel bad for anyone who that's who, like their team, like in all of sports, you know. Is there anyone who's like, well, that's my number one is UCLA football. Be like, that sucks because nothing good ever really happens. Yeah. Um, but maybe UCLA basketball, maybe it's their year this year. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. Stranger starting, things have happened. That's starting up soon. So uh, they have, UCLA people have that to look forward to, but uh, it's football. It's not it. Not it this year. All right. You want to do uh, NFL then? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, so the trade deadline was today. So it's over. No more trades. Uh, the NFL trade deadline doesn't really have a ton of activity. So this wasn't anything new that really wasn't too many big moves. Uh, I think the biggest move was that nothing happened with Deshaun Watson. A lot of rumors of he might get traded here at the deadline. Uh, but I think teams were smart and saying, we don't know what's going to happen with him. His legal team says he's going to be fine. He's not going to get charged with the crime. He's not going to get convicted. But uh, there's still way too much risk with all that that story. So uh, no team wanted to pull the trigger and give up picks for a guy they don't know will be able to play. Uh, but the biggest move of someone that actually did get traded was uh, Von Miller. You remember that name, Von Miller, right? Uh-huh. It was a big deal when we uh, we predicted Von Miller to be the Super Bowl MVP. Remember that back in the day? Yeah, that was a that was a big moment in in our lives. I would say that uh, was with the kid from the future, right? Yes. Yeah. I wonder what happened. Uh, well, well, Von Miller, uh, who's been a staple there in Denver, uh, he's going. He's coming out here. He's coming to the Rams. Uh, the Broncos are kind of a mediocre team, and the Rams are a contender and. The Rams wanted to get an impact player, and they think Miller could still be that. He's not that old, even though he's been around for a while, won a Super Bowl and everything. Uh, he's still youngish. He's not the same player he was five years ago. He's not going to win a Super Bowl MVP ever again, I, don't, I doubt. Uh, but he could really help that team, especially playing alongside the best defensive player in our lifetimes and Aaron Donald. That really helps open things up for everyone else. So uh, this is the Rams' strategy is they – they're all in for this season and maybe next season. They traded their second and third round pick this for this next draft, which is a lot to give up for a guy who's a free agent at the end of the year and is not an elite player anymore. Uh, but the, that's the Rams don't care about draft picks. They're, they care about right now. They care about winning, uh, and they're really good. So this is a, a big move for them. It makes them better, and I think that's all that matters for them right now. Uh, we also saw... Uh, Melvin Ingram, who was with the Steelers this year, uh, he was not benched, but he was uh, put into a backup role with the Steelers, and he uh, asked them to trade him, and he's uh, on his way to the Chiefs. So uh, he's used to the division. He played with the Chargers for almost a decade. Uh, 
Uh, so he knows everyone in the division and the chiefs need some sort of impact player on defense. And I don't know how much he's going to bring to them, but it's something. And I think that kind of tells you how slow this deadline was. This he was probably the second biggest name traded. So uh, that's, that's how the deadline goes though. Not a lot of trades in the NFL. It's, it's not a good sport for trades because there's like playbooks and all this shit. Like you don't just pick up a guy midseason and everything works out. It's just it's a, a different sport. Mm-hmm. I mean, it happens from time to time, but usually don't see big moves. Um, there was also another big story in the NFL this week that had nothing to do with people playing. Uh, a, a sad story. Uh, the Raiders wide receiver Henry Ruggs. He uh, was in a car accident. I think it was late last night. Uh, killed the other driver. Uh, he's been arrested on suspicion of he was impaired. Uh, his lawyer said he he wasn't, but he seemed like it because it was such a bad car accident that he seemed disoriented and everything. But uh, I don't know. He's already he's been arrested. He's been all that stuff. So uh, that sounds it sounds horrible. I mean, if if it comes out that yeah he was drinking or impaired in some other way uh that might be it for his career he's, he's only a second year player we shouldn't be allowed to drive you should have to like you know when you go to a like one of those hotels and they're they make you put your key card in the slot so that you can turn on your air yeah you should have to plug in your phone to like a, a safe basically before you're allowed to turn on your car i mean you do realize they have those breathalyzer things <laughs> I know, but I'm going yeah, off of it. just people in general. Obviously, yeah, yeah drunk driving is a little different story, but I'm talking about people looking at their phones and getting into car accidents, too. Yeah. Um, no one should be allowed to drive anymore because no one can pay attention for more than four seconds. You well, should have to be able to watch the movie The Birds or anything from, you know, 1960 prior that's not an action movie, and maybe even some of those, too, and uh, keep your focus the entire movie. Then that should be the driving test. So do you support massive investments in public uh, transportation? No. Rail lines. Public anything buses. is a, massive investments <laughs> is a waste of money. If if private sector were to do it, sure. Of course. Yeah, you like the Elon Musk. He gets stuff done. Tunnels. Did you see that they already have those tunnels in Vegas or whatever? <laughs> yeah, they're stupid as hell. I'm sure uh, this, they are, but drunk gamblers clear, are going to love the shit out of that. <laughs> this happened in Vegas, so he didn't solve this problem. Well, he should have uh, been in that little yeah. thing. Yeah, it's 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 terrible because the NFL even has a program. They know their players have had problems with this in the past. That like you just call like the NFL number and they'll, they'll get your ride somewhere. I mean, these people make millions of dollars. They don't need to call Uber. They can they can get like a private service. They can get a fucking helicopter if they want. Uh, it's so it's terrible. It's uh, there's pictures of of the wreck there. It looks just awful that the the other car got set on fire and the person like burned alive inside of it. It's, it's awful shit. And yeah, if he was drunk, there's he'll probably be in jail and there's probably a good chance he'll never play in the NFL again. Um, it's from a football perspective. That's it's bad for the Raiders. He was a really high pick last year. And number one right wide receiver taken last year. Yeah. I was, he, yeah. he struggled last year, but was been much better this year. Uh, but yeah, the rest of the that it just uh, it's awful that we keep this, this stuff happens pretty regularly. I mean, even though we hear about it with sports, it happens much more regularly with uh, just regular people. So uh, 
Yeah. That's shitty. Yeah. So, all right, we'll have to move on <laughs> the best I can to the games this hap- this week. Uh, uh, there's a really good one this Thursday. So, like I said, the NBA is afraid of counter-programming the NFL. They, they want no part of it. Uh, so I actually was like, hey, I'm actually going to watch this. I, haven't, I usually don't watch the Thursday games. A really good matchup this week, 6-1 uh, and one Green Bay against 7-0 and oh Arizona. Uh, and then Green Bay had their top three receivers all out because of uh, COVID issues. So that was going to be a, a tall task for Aaron Rodgers to get it done without his top three receivers. still going on? It's crazy. Yeah, it's it's what it is. It's going to happen the rest of the year. There'll be little things like that. People being how out. has everyone not gotten it yet? You just keep getting it. It just keeps happening. I don't goes. know how many people are repeat offenders. Yeah, a lot of them. I don't know. A lot of them. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, it was so it wasn't Green Bay at their full strength and Arizona wasn't at full strength. They just lost J.J. Watts and uh, they had a COVID outbreak the week before. So they're probably a little uh, getting back used to everything again. I don't know. Uh, but it was a solid game, but it was crazy at the end. Green Bay. I'd say blew it at the end. They had a, a chance to go up two scores, uh, but they got stopped on fourth and one right at the goal line. But it's like, all right, they, now Arizona has to go 99 yards to win the game. Uh, let's see if that happens. And Arizona got all the way down to the five-yard line before throwing an interception to uh, a receiver who never turned around for the ball. It was pretty clear in his mind that he was not going to be targeted at all and just ran straight to the back of the end zone uh, the defensive back who caught the interception was just like, like, what, what, what even went on? Like it was the easiest thing in the world. The guy didn't even turn around to look for the ball; just went right to the DB. Uh, so, uh, fun game, awful ending, but still exciting. Uh, weird, uh, but that means Green Bay and Arizona are now tied at seven and one with the best records in, uh, in the whole sport still. So. Uh, and I think the Rams joined them with an easy win over over Houston. Uh, so they're still really good. We just talked about they got Von Miller to add to that team. Uh, I think the Rams it. the Rams are probably a really smart pick right now to win the Super Bowl. They probably have the most overall talent. So uh, pretty good for them. Uh, the other LA team didn't go as well this week. Uh, they. Lost for the second time in a row. Uh, this this week, coming off of a bye, they lose at home to the Patriots, who I don't think are very good, but I guess are, are they're okay. They don't make a lot of mistakes. They played pretty good defense, uh, and the Chargers just didn't didn't have it today. Bad special teams, like like usually, uh, but Justin Herbert really bad for now two games in a row. Uh, but he's it's his second year, so I don't know what it means. But sucks as a fan to watch that. You want to see this guy uh, become the best in the league. That seems like uh, be a lot of fun to have the best quarterback. But uh, not not this week, not this week at all. So they uh, they dropped to four and three, and the Raiders who were on a bye uh, all worked out for them. They stay in first place. Although I mean, we just talked about their their big story this week was uh, their receiver so uh, i'm sure that uh that hurts their bye week i was supposed to be probably feeling pretty good and they're on their bye week and they gain a game on their closest team but 
All right. Well, the Steelers and Browns played. It's usually a big rivalry. I'm sure Tony is pretty excited about this one because uh, the Browns sucked. The Steelers won. Close game, but they they won. They played really good defense. And now the Steelers are ahead of the Browns in the AFC North race right now. I think they're only a half game back of the Bengals. And it's like the Steelers, I don't think, are very good, but they just hang around. They just, they're there. They're always there. Ben Roethlisberger hasn't, like, needed a wheelchair yet or anything. He's not dead. Like, a lot of people thought, like, oh, he's going to be just so horrible this year. He hasn't been good, but he hasn't been awful enough to blow blow it for the team. So a solid defense and him playing okay has been made them a uh, 500 or better team. So uh, I'm very disappointed for the Browns that they started off really hot this year, had some injuries, had some COVID stuff, I think. Uh, their receivers just look really bad and their Baker Mayfield's hurt and there's nothing's working out for that team right now. I I don't know, but they still have so much talent. That I think they, they'll turn it around. I don't think the Steelers are going to come back to win this division, but uh, like I said, they're they're there. They're always there. They're just looming. That's how it goes. Yeah, uh, but good. you know, both those teams are definitely better than the Detroit Lions, who were down forty-four to nothing at one point in their game this week against against Philly. So not against a good team either. Uh, their season's been a disaster, but maybe actually not. Maybe this is what they wanted. They weren't going to be good anyways. If they just never win a game, maybe that's for the best. I mean, they already had an 0-16 season uh, like 10 years ago. Uh, Why not go for an 0-17 season? They'd be the first team to do it. They'd always be in that record book. Maybe they should go for it. Yeah, go do it. Yeah, although I I think once they actually wanted to go, if they wanted to go for that record, then they had to end up accidentally winning. So, uh, I don't know. Reverse psychology. Maybe, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Lions. They've they've had some awful losses where they should have won, and then this game, just like no, you have no chance. You're terrible. Um, so Detroit fans, don't watch. Uh, also, that they're on Thanksgiving Day, like every year. So uh, let's hope for not forty-four nothing in that game. Let's hope for a better one. Let me see who are they playing in that game. Because uh, this just means everyone's going to have to prepare stuffing. Uh, they're playing the Bears. It seems like they play the Bears on Thanksgiving Day every day. Every year. Every day of the year. Yeah, just just on loop. Just Bears and Lions. Yep. Uh, all right. That's, that's very disappointing. I don't want to watch that at all. So that sucks. Now I'm sad. Okay. It's all right, Andy. <laughs> What's next here? Uh, Tennessee, big, big win over the Colts. They uh, have a, a few game lead now in that division. But Derrick Henry got hurt and he's out for the rest of the regular season at the least. That's huge blow. That's such a big part of that team. A huge blow to my fantasy team as well. I think I should pack it up already. Uh, it's over for me losing Derrick Henry there and my starting quarterback. Uh, bad shit for that. But um, worse, I guess, for the Titans because... They were looking good, six and two. Maybe they could do something this year in the playoffs and surprise some people. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. That division sucks. They will probably still beat Jacksonville and Houston in that division. Uh, 
maybe they'll win. They'll still win it and all, but that really sucks. Derrick Henry is such an exciting player in the league, and this is what happens in the NFL. Is players get weird, random injuries, and uh, it's such a short season that it's just over. Like they said, oh, maybe he can come back in ten weeks, but it's like, no, it's over. The shit's over in ten weeks, so it's really too bad. Yeah, get it together while you have it. Yeah, we just need to have like robot parts for the players. Just a couple of spares. Yeah, because I don't want him to be out. Uh, I just talked about how the the Steelers are only a game back of the Bengals now. Uh, That's because the Bengals lost to the Jets, which is you should just be executed if you do that. That's really embarrassing. Uh, They lost to the Jets starting Mike White. Uh, I think we talked about that last week as well. That that was their their backup quarterback. Guy I'd never heard of except for the Mike White that – wrote Nacho Libre and School of Rock. <laughs> School of Rock and the White Lotus. Uh but he's not that guy. He is a different guy. So oh. uh, a lot of times backup yeah, quarterbacks have a deja vu from last week, Andy. Yeah. Backup quarterbacks are usually like some veteran that like sucked for like eight years or some guy from like a small school you've never heard of uh that they don't know is bad yet. Uh, but it worked out for Mike White this week. Big comeback win. Uh, threw for a bunch of yards. Uh, congratulations to the Jets. Maybe they found their quarterback after the number two pick gets injured. Uh, who knows how it works? Just crazy shit. Uh, we also had more backup quarterbacks winning this week. Like in New Orleans, uh, James Winston goes down, and Trevor Simeon has to come in. Yet the Saints still beat the defending champions, the Tampa Bay Bucks. I think the Saints kind of have figured out how to play the Bucks well, except for the playoff game they played last year. But they beat them twice last regular season, and now they beat them again here. Uh, the Saints are just a well-coached team, a solid team. I don't I don't know. They got it done with their third-string quarterback, maybe this guy was, Trevor Simeon. I don't know. But uh, there was there was some uh, story today that Philip Rivers said, oh, he might come back if the Saints uh, asked him to play for them. He might uh, fill in because they're still a good team, but are without or down to the third string quarterback. But that would be something to see. I don't think it's going to happen, but that would get me excited for it. Uh, but yeah, Jameis, he did tear his ACL. He's not going to play again. So that's that's the reason I think uh, Rivers even made that statement. But uh, Jameis isn't very good anyways. So I don't know. It wasn't a big drop off, maybe. That's why they still won. Uh Tom Brady looked really good most of the game, but he threw a terrible interception at the end of the game that lost him for it. So I don't know. I think uh, you take what Tom Brady's done this year, which is, I think, 25 touchdown passes through eight games. It's not too shabby. Pretty good. He's definitely on pace to set the set the record, I think, or, or maybe not, actually. But he's going to be up there. Uh, so you, you'll take some bad interceptions with that. Uh, then the other big backup quarterback win this week on Sunday night, the Cowboys were without Dak Prescott, who's one of the best quarterbacks, and they had to start some guy named Cooper Rush, which seems like a fake name. Sounds like a band. Yeah, it could be. I, there will, probably will be a band called Cooper Rush at yeah. some point in the state of Texas, because uh, Cooper Rush beat the Vikings, and I don't think the Vikings are that bad. That That's a really good win for them that they were able to, to steal that game without Dak Prescott. I think the Cowboys are now, are they now seven and one as well? Uh, that's pretty great. 
I'll Let say. Me see. Uh, yeah, Cowboys are six and one. Yeah, they must have had a bye already. Uh, yeah, we're at that weird point where half the teams have had a bye and half the teams haven't. You're trying to do math in your head, and it all sucks. But uh, I mean, congratulations to Cooper Rush again. Never, never heard of this guy. Let me see where he's from. But it's so weird when these backup quarterbacks come out of nowhere, and you're like, I watch college football. Where did this guy come from? Uh, Central Michigan. So undrafted in 2017. So I definitely do not remember this guy in college. Just like I don't remember Mike White. Couldn't even tell you where Mike White is from. Or Trevor Simeon. It's another one. So uh, good, good week for backups. That was something. Uh, and then the last game of the week, the Chiefs played yesterday, Monday night. They got back to 500, and I guess that's that's progress for them. Not a big win. They only won by a field goal, but they did win, so they're still in it. They're with the seven teams in the playoffs now. They're still very much alive for a wild card. Maybe they, they will figure things out, and Patrick Mahomes will be the best quarterback in the league again, but he isn't right now for whatever reason. Uh so I don't know. I don't know if yesterday's game was progress or not, but it was a win. They don't take those away from you, you know. Even if you cheat like the Astros, they don't take them away. They just let you keep them. It's nice. Yeah. Okay. Well. Uh, Anything else to add? It's we're at the halfway point, kind of. Oh, we can't have a halfway point anymore. There. Yeah. But it's like. Near the middle. Yeah, there's 18 weeks now. So that was week eight. So next week will be the halfway point. Yeah. It, it goes so quick, you know. Yeah. Before you know it, you're putting those stockings back away, you know. Yeah. And you're drinking champagne or something. You sound like a kid ta- or a guy talking about his kid. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Before well, with that, Cooper Rush is off to college. You don't even know where the time went. I think we'll uh, be concluding with that one note to Cooper Rush. But uh, you've been listening to episode 244 of the Tony Steak Podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Off Road Father Figure Andy. Thank you. I'll see you later. <laughs>